0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. Up. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to
1: another episode of Data, Up, everyone. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the awesome guests like one I have joining me to- today. After a career-ending injury, Angelo left his law enforcement career not knowing what he was going to do next. But in 2017, he started a fitness and wellness company called Modern Fitness to help entrepreneurs redefine their unique meaning of balance. He's been featured in major articles and publications like Thrive Global, LA Fitness, Business Talk Radio, and Authority Magazine. He has worked with high-performing clients like professional athletes, celebrities, global leaders, entrepreneurs, and influencers And he is now known as the People's Coach on social media. Follow his journey as Angelo explores the true meaning of greatness by networking and interviewing many of today's most influential people on his podcast, The People's Coach. I am honored to have Angelo Lilac on Up. Welcome to the show, my friend.
2: Ryan, thank you so much for having me on the show. That intro, I was like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? (laughs) I'm like, that was really good, brother. You you really, oh man, I feel... (laughs) I'm humbled, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for
1: that. <laughs> awesome. Well, I thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you for being yeah. on the show. Um, I, I know you're a busy guy. I don't want to take a lot of your time, but I just kind of want to get into your, kind of your back, uh, the back history of, uh, Angelo and also, uh, you know, your, your, your history as a dad, which is a new one. Um, yeah. But, uh, we're going to get into all that, but first, you know, for my listeners, who, you know, I did do a little bio on you, but for my listeners who may not know who you are, give me a little back history of Angelo, you know, a little bit about you, kind of the history of you being, you know, you were in law enforcement and all that, and then uh, yeah. kind of where you are today. So go ahead and uh,
0: let us know.
2: Yeah, no, I I got, I really appreciate the intro. It was uh, surreal to hear all these different things that I've been through and to hear somebody else basically tell a glimpse of my story is It's a blessing, and it's also kind of eerie at the same time um, listening to it again. But, yeah, so I had, you know, I was a law enforcement officer from 2012 to 2017, and after, you know, I was trying out for the SWAT team, I got injured, and that's what really started my um, whole battle with mental health. One of the toughest things for me at the time was looking at who I was and what identity I had at at that moment because I was so caught up with being in law enforcement, being in the service. And obviously because my family came from that background and the moment I wasn't that anymore, I had to question myself and yeah, it, it, it just kind of, that's basically where my story started.
1: Yeah. Now you, now how long were you in law enforcement again?
2: I was a, a police officer for about five years
1: all right and um obviously that's something that you always wanted to do because it was in your in your family um you kind of had this shifting point where you realized uh, this is it i have to find something different how did you kind of transition to what you're doing today from that
2: it it was a lot of trial and error it was a lot of trial and error i had to there was one point i think i've only said this out loud once there was one point in my career where I'm like, okay, well, what do I want to do now? I got two busted up knees, no degree, minimal life experience, and you know, like I guess now what, right? Uh, I couldn't do any of the job I really wanted, so now I got to figure something else out. There was a point where I wanted to be a, a professional video game player, as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> because, you know, growing up in Chicago, we we lived in the ghetto, so we couldn't, like, play outside. You know my parents are very strict and trying to you know keep us protected and keep us away from all the negative influences in the community so we like we were inside playing video games most of the time and at one point i'm like all right i think i can make a living from this and i tried it out and i was getting my butt whooped by all these like teenagers and i'm like yep no thanks forget it that 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 ship has sailed long ago so (laughs) i uh That lasted for about like a a month or or two and i think at the time my wife was kind of looking at me like are you serious like you're this is what you're gonna do like this is kind of out of nowhere i'm like yeah it's my dream right (laughs) so um now that i how i'm seeing my life unfold i know that everything happens for a reason and I don't just say that because it sounds good and everyone else says it, but I have the life experience to have that belief, that deep belief that that is a fact. And it's so true that everything does happen for a reason. And for whatever reason that may be, God put me in a situation where I was being invited to coach, you know, some small businesses and leaders and teams. And again, I didn't have any certifications or proper coaching experience. It was just a connection from another connection from a friend, right? And they're like, hey, you're very inspirational. Like, I think you could, I, you know, I, I have um, I have a buddy who owns a business and owns a little small company. They have a small team. Could you just talk to them? And I'm like, what? About what? They're like, just do that thing you do. Like, when we talk, just do, you know, the, insp- the inspiring, motivational stuff. And I'm like, I-, I was naive enough to just say yes, like Public speaking was a fear. Yes, I didn't really know what I was doing trying to coach this team. But, hey, you know what? I just jumped in it and I tried it. And that's literally how I ended up here. Um, I know it's kind of a long answer to your question, but did that that answer it?
1: Yeah, I mean, how did you discover that, you know, you wanted to kind of get into the fitness uh, arena and start that company, Modern Fitness?
2: Yeah, a lot of that was just something – uh, it, it was a skill, and it, I, I would say that it was just a God-given uh, ability to to coach people on their fitness. You know, I, I guess I never really linked life and leadership coaching to just fitness coaching. It's kind of the same thing. You're just applying it to a different industry. So I was always known as the fitness guy at the PD. I was always, you know, doing all types of sports growing up, and fitness was just part of me. But one thing I realized was, when I was running Modern Fitness and I was running the, the health and wellness company, I was still living up to other people's expectations and titles mm. of who I was and who or who I who I was supposed to be based off of the limited information that they knew about me at the time.
1: Mm.
2: And that was again a blessing, but then at the same time later on, it led to a lot of unhappiness because of me like, why am I unhappy? I have a great team. You know we, had, we we're going in a great direction we're shaking up the industry we're doing all these things and on paper it looks great but if i'm going to be honest, I was very unhappy for a long time and yeah. it wasn't until last year uh, late 2020 when my wife and I found out that we are gonna we're gonna have a daughter, and that's when it really forced me to confront. These demons in these fears and these pains and these uncomfortable conversations that have been delaying for so long why was I unhappy even though everything seems so great why was I still spinning my wheels even though e- the outside world looks like my life is going in a good direction and I had to really like okay one day my daughters going to be old enough to see the example that I'm setting and if I'm going to be honest right now what example am I setting what is she going to yeah. see from me?
1: I, you know, I like what you said. Let me just back up. I like what you said. You you didn't know what you were doing, but you had so much, um, so many people kind of cheering you on, kind of in your corner. And right. uh, you didn't, even though you didn't really know what you were doing, you didn't know what to expect. You still just jumped in. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so important for people that are listening to this to understand that we we don't have to have it all figured out. We can right. figure it out as we go. But if you don't go you're never going to figure it out.
2: Um, So people have,
1: you know, people have to understand that. I mean, it's one of the things what, you know, I had no idea what I was doing when I started this podcast and there's still things I'm figuring out to this day, as you know, there's still Mm -hmm. things I'm figuring out to this day that, that are only going to help me get better in doing the show. Um, But you know, it, it even applies to being, being a father. Being a father, right. you know, we don't we don't know what we're doing when we when we become a dad. We just have to jump in and figure it out as we go. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. We're gonna we're gonna uh, let ourselves down. We're going to let our families down. But at the end of the day, as long as you're striving each day to be better, uh, that's mm. that's all you can do. And uh, when you do that, eventually things will start to play out and, and things good for you. So, kind yeah. of diving diving into your family now. You're about to have a baby.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. little girl,
1: little girl is coming into this world and, uh
2: little girl. you know,
1: it's unusual for me to have a, um, a dad who is not quite a dad yet, even though you are a dad, you, you have right, somebody, right. Off, somebody on their way, you haven't gone through the life experiences of really being a dad with her, you know, running mm-hmm. around. Um, what, what part of it are you looking forward to the most?
2: Well, that's why I think one of the reasons why I was surprised why you, when you asked me to be on the show, I'm like, Coach, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, technically, or I'm not, she hasn't come out mm-hmm. yet, right? You know, and mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, we'll do it anyway. So, um, I again, that's one of the reasons why I'm excited to get on here and talk to you a little bit deeper on some of these topics. Uh, one thing I'm really looking forward to is just watching her develop. You know, I've spent a majority of my career and my life being an observer. I like to, as weird as it sounds, I'm like, I like to people watch, you know, not like creepily from the window at night, like, no. (laughs) Well, I guess when I was a cop, I had to do something like that. But um, I, I, I like to watch and look at people and just like, I wonder where that person came from. I wonder what brought them here at this time, at this very moment, you know, and it's just kind of this, I don't know, weird game that I play, and I don't know if anyone else does it, but to watch people develop and grow in life, I think it's just, I don't know, it's it's such a blessing to experience that. You know, as, as I watched my siblings grow up, I have a younger brother and a younger sister, and no matter how old they get, you know, my my brother's like five years younger than me. My my sister's like seven years younger than me. And no matter how old they get, I will always be their protector, in my mind. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's it does and it's I, I, that's kind of how I see my daughter growing up. You know, mm-hmm. right now she's still in my wife's belly, but no matter what, I'm always gonna be her protector. And my fear is that day that she's not gonna need me anymore. Mm-hmm. Am I have I done enough? Will ha, will I have done enough for her to be okay in the world? And I shared this uh with you, Brian, when you were on my show. Um one thing that my parents always told us growing up, and I'm like I said, we grew up poor in Chicago. And I remember from a young, young age, living in the basement in this cold ass basement in Chicago, my mom would always my mom and dad always told us would you be able to survive if we weren't here? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Would you be able to survive if we weren't around? And I'm like, you know, I'm like five, six, seven years old. I'm like, I guess, you know, I don't know. But that is something that I, I realized later on in life. Like, okay, I get that now. Am I able to survive if my parents weren't around? And to give you a little quick background, after I got injured and it was this whole kind of legal thing with the police department and that kind of got drug out long story short my wife and i had to move out of our apartment i literally had no job and no income at the time all all our savings for um we were going to buy a home out in the bay area in california we were going to buy a home all that got drained because it was all just trying to survive right and i found myself Literally, with like a hundred, maybe two hundred bucks in my bank account, and you know, and it's like okay, option one: go back to Chicago, live with my parents, start over, and we'll be okay. We'll figure something out. There's always that safety net. But then that question hit, that question clicked: would I be able to survive if we, if they weren't there? And I'm like, ooh, let me rethink that because I had to operate. As if I had, we had no safety net. And that was the first time that I'm like, yeah, now I really get it. And I guess to go back, like, that's something that I want for my daughter. I want her to be independent. Like, she's always going to be daddy's little girl. The rest of my kids are always, I'm always going to love them. But I want to make sure that I equip them enough to handle this crazy world that we're going to live in. And that the crazier world that they're about to grow up into.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'd love that you shared that story. And, yeah, I do remember talking to you about that when I was on your show. But I'd love that you shared that, that your parents kind of, you know, it's a hard lesson for a child to hear or a hard question for a child to hear. 100%. Um, but it's so true because as parents, all we want is to teach our kids how to be independent. Because mm-hmm. eventually, whether we're here or not, eventually they're going to have to uh, fly the nest. Eventually they're going to have to go on their own. And as you know, my two boys are older they're both adults. Mm-hmm. And I know that if my wife and I weren't here, they would be okay. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess that's, you know, it just proves that, hey, I did my job as a dad. I raised them to yeah. be productive, productive young men and are able to be independent and handle themselves if they need to. Um, so that's cool, but you're right though. You, uh, you also touched on, you wanted to watch your your daughter develop. She's going to develop, she's going to grow. She's going to learn new things every single day. But one thing that I will tell you is more things as a dad, if I, if we could end this call with any, if you learn anything from me, it would be that more lessons for your daughter will be caught, not taught. What I mean by that is that your daughter is going to learn through seeing what you're doing. Um, So the things that she will, that she will eventually learn how to do will be all things that are caught from you, not taught by you. So um, keep that in mind as you raise her up, but she is going to grow super fast and I'm excited. You're going to have to tell me
2: when she do again. She is due middle of June.
1: Middle of June,
0: wow. Middle of okay.
2: June, yeah. So it's it's moving, brother. It is moving. Like we <laughs> we have this uh this app that my wife and I use to kind of track, and it's cool because I mean technology now is, is is crazy, right? Um, and the app tells us every week, you know, what is she, the size of, or what is she comparable to, and yesterday was kind of like that week checkpoint, and um, yesterday she was a size of a cantaloupe and oh, wow. i'm like that is nuts <laughs> like, well, you know like tell me it's tell crazy. me the, yeah.
1: tell me the name of that app for anybody that might be listening to this that might be in the same situation where they're expecting yeah, you, you know to yeah
2: it. it is called what to expect what to expect huh? what what to expect and it's really cool like when uh, you know we went to our our doctor and She's like, okay, well, you're you're due around middle of June. So she gave us a date. We put it into the app, and the app kind of works backwards, and it kind of tells you, okay, well, here is the size of your baby at week one, week two, week three. And actually, since I have it opened up, here's something really cool. They don't just say she's a cantaloupe, but she'll also be like, oh, this was really cool when I saw this. She's also the size of um, – it says your baby is as big as the volleyball from Top Gun. <laughs> isn't that badass like i'm like that's, i that's know cool. exactly what that is. i'm like hell yeah ice man <laughs> dude come on that's cool
1: that's cool that's awesome well yeah, um yeah. that's cool thank you for sharing that app um I, and i'll make sure to uh to uh tag that name too um cool. when i post this but uh now you're a soon-to-be new dad but mm-hmm. if i were to ask you Tell me, give me some advice on what you would tell other new dads or soon to be new dads. What what would that advice be? It might be something that, you know, somebody, something that you would share with others, but that you're taking into consideration yourself.
2: One of the biggest growth phases in my life has been now as we speak, because our identities are always changing. I went from being in high school and my world being all about me to college and really doing horrible because i was too focused on cutting hair and doing all this other stuff chasing girls right mm-hmm. um and then it became a police officer and and you know like my identity continued to change and grow and then i became an entrepreneur and now i'm about to be a dad out of all those things i previously just named i think this is the one that's going to make the biggest impact in my life because she's going to see the things I intentionally want to show her and unintentionally want to show her. So the habits, both good and bad, I have to be more aware of. I have to have a higher level of self-awareness to reassess, hey, where am I? Where am I at in my head? Um, you know, how am I showing up every day in my relationship with my wife? Am I treating my wife to the level of respect, and with the level of respect and love that I want my daughter's future husband to treat her with. Yes, yes. It, it, like, I am now going to be setting the... And I can say the same thing if I was having a son. I need to teach my son how to treat his wife, how to treat the person that he, you know, he loves and cares for, right? I have to lead by that example. So I have to be even more cognizant now of the things I'm doing and, and not doing, um because she's gonna see it all like we we'll mm-hmm. keep we'll, we keep saying we're gonna she it's caught not taught i can tell her tell her tell her but what what she's gonna see is the things that i'm actually doing it, it, and and i think about it and kind of putting myself in her shoes like i could be like is my dad really about all these things that he says about growth about chasing you know um your dreams and your goals and being part of something greater than yourself or is he just all talk and it's another thing that i'm like boom, I need to, okay, am I? And a lot of people will not go there because I'm like, no, 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 I, a lot of people don't have, have too much ego to check themselves. And like, when we say we're 100% this, you're just closing yourself off. What I'd like to say is I'm 99% that and I have that 1%, that little wiggle room just to grow, just enough to grow. And that's how I, I try to look at my life. Like, I know I'm this, I'm a believer, I believe in God, you know, I have faith. But you know what? My faith has been tested. And that little wiggle room of growth is what actually caused me to grow more into my faith.
1: That's awesome. And you're absolutely right. The being a dad, the fact that you have this beautiful little girl that's about to come into this world, it will be the the biggest impact on your life. It will make the biggest change in your life. It will be the biggest impact in your life. And you have the choice. You can make it a positive thing or you can look at it in a negative light and I know just knowing you and the friendship that we've had, you're definitely going to make it a positive thing, and I, I look forward to uh, to seeing the dad that you really want to become and will become because it's uh, uh that that little girl uh, uh is she is she's going to be rewarded when she meets you. Very cool, very cool, brother. Well, uh, let me ask it, you brother. this. Thank Yes, if my listeners wanted to learn a little bit more about you, kind of look you up, uh, where's the best place for them to do
2: that? Sure, you guys can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not as active as I was, but when I do get on there, um, you guys can check out my Instagram. It's simple, just at, at Lilock, Angeloliloc, A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. Or you can visit my personal brand website, Just um, the same thing, www.angeloliloc.com. You can check out my podcast. And I'm excited to launch my my episode with with you, Brian, because that was so good. So that's um, that's called the People's Coach podcast. You can look that up on iTunes and all the major platforms, and we'll be on there.
1: Excited for the episode that I was uh, fortunate enough to be on, uh, come out. Uh, but I'm excited for this journey in the podcasting world that you're taking uh, because you're you're, you're going to do great things. And uh, like I said, you're doing going to do great things for your family. So. Well, look, I'm looking forward to continuing our friendship. I'm glad we've gotten to know each other. And I just want to say uh, congratulations to you and your wife for becoming parents, about to be become parents, uh, because it is a it is a journey. It's a challenge. Um, but I can tell just in knowing you that it's something that uh, you you guys are going to do great at. And um, I'm just mm-hmm. thankful you were able to come on this episode with me, brother. Really am.
2: Uh, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on the show. It was a ton of fun. I can't wait to do it again.
0: Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page, data podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you as always for listening to the show. This is Data.